0: This is Rhema for Today.
1: Now, as far as I know, and I'm sure that the Bible would have told as far as I know, this is the only man in that crowd that got healed. Wouldn't you think the Bible, always before it was, was, when there's a multitude healed, told us there's a multitude healed. Or when everyone in the crowd is healed, it said everyone of them was healed, didn't it? I said, didn't it? Yes. Here it tells us about one man being healed. Well, there wasn't just one man there listening, was there? No. Because we can readily see, as you go on reading the chapter, that there's a crowd around there. And that they wanted, the crowd wanted to, uh, you know, they call uh, Paul and Barnabas, Jupiter and Mercurius, you know, the gods, you know. They wanted to worship in the gods. Paul said, we're just men like you. I mean, well, now, why? You couldn't get a crowd together without the majority of them needing a healing touch in their body. Why didn't the rest of them get healed?
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, God's Healing Mercy. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: 10th chapter, Mark. Now let's, let's read it. You know, it's amazing when you read the whole context by how different it looks. Let's start reading to the 28th verse of the 10th chapter of Mark. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all, we have left all, and have followed thee. Now somebody said that one of the simplest rules of Bible interpretation is who's doing the talking, who they're talking to, and what they're talking about. Well, Peter's doing the talking here. He's talking to Jesus. He's talking about having left all and followed him. Then, see, what's happening here is talking about people that have left all and followed Jesus. That's what he's talking about. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left. See, we have left all, Peter said. We, We, the apostles, we've left all and have followed thee. Isn't it? No man hath left. House or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife, that don't mean now that you run off and left your wife with some other woman. That means sometime if God called you you may have to go. I had to go leave my wife, our children, leave my children. Because they've got to be educated. No, it's not right to leave those children with somebody else. Unscriptural, unholy, ungodly. If I could think of something else, I'd say it. <laughs> Don't go off and leave your children. Well, we're going to get the world saved. Now, No, you're not going to get the world saved. Your children are going to hell while you're out trying to get the world saved. Not worth it. So if God called you to go, well, then somebody's going to have to stay home, and see that those children are seen after and taught and raised and educated. And it's not easy. I tell students all the time, don't you go unless it's a life and death proposition, unless you have to, then God will make it up to you. Oh, you listen to me. I had to. I didn't want to go. I tried not to go. had a heart attack and fell off the pew. The only way in the world I could live was me and my wife making make a consecration, dedication, and we'll obey God. Come to find out then God had spoken to her in an audible voice. And so we made the dedication to obey God. That's where suffering comes in, not not suffering with disease and sickness, but brother, there's plenty of suffering involved here. Gone from your family in 85, 90% of the time. Man, you stay in hotel rooms and motel rooms and get so lonesome until you want to just get up and kick all the window lights out. <laughs> Amen, that's the truth. It's not easy. Not easy. Not easy at all. And uh, you, you go, you know, many a time, I never let them see it, but many a time, I drove away from the house. I, I drove away weeping. Weeping. But uh, God said, go. He said, no man hath forsaken you know, not that I left, rather, left. You don't forsake them. as left houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the gospel. You see, he, he's not just talking about any and everybody here. He's talking about certain ones. Now, notice. But he shall receive an hundredfold. No, everybody hasn't got a right to claim the hundredfold blessing. Don't try to claim it. That's reading you're going to fall right flat on your face. Are oh, you listening to me? Might as well read the whole thing, find out what it said. But he shall receive a hundredfold. Under what conditions? What he's just got through stating in the previous verse. A hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions. Now did you ever hear anybody claim the persecutions part? I'm claiming the whole and hundredfold blessings with persecutions. You can't have the hundredfold blessings without the persecution. Don't think you're going to claim part of it. They go together. Are you hearing me? Well read it for yourself. With persecutions. And so uh you see, a lot of times people get all mixed up about this suffering business. Bless their hearts. No, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Hallelujah. Now, what did, what, what did Paul preach down here? Could this man, this crippled man down in the 14th chapter of Acts, could he have been healed from this lifelong crippled condition by Paul teaching? Well, now, now, some children are born crippled, some are born this way, and You know, that's the will of God. Would he have had faith? No. No, he wouldn't. I said, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. And yet it plainly stated that he had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. Now, could he have received faith to be healed by hearing that God's mercy and that Jesus' mercy only is extended toward the sinner in the forgiveness of sins? No, he could have had faith to receive forgiveness of sins. But he got more than that. Paul must of a necessity have preached that the Lord in his great compassion not only shed his blood that we might be redeemed from sin, but that himself took our infirmities and by our sicknesses. And he believed that. Now, as far as I know, and I'm sure that the Bible would have told as far as I know, this is the only man in that crowd that got healed. Wouldn't you think the Bible, always before it was, when there's a multitude healed, told us there's a multitude healed. Or when everyone in the crowd is healed, it said every one of them was healed, didn't it? I said, didn't it? Here it tells us about one man being healed. Well, there wasn't just one man there listening. Was there? No. Because we can readily see as you go on reading the chapter that there's a crowd around there. And that they wanted, the crowd wanted to, uh, you know, they call uh, Paul and Barnabas, Jupiter and Mercurius, you know, the gods. You know, they wanted to worship in the gods. Paul said, we're just men like you. I mean, well, now why? You couldn't get a crowd together without the majority of them needing a healing touch in their body. Why didn't the rest of them get healed? Well, first they didn't have faith to be healed. Well, why didn't they have faith to be healed? Because they, wouldn't hear, they weren't hearing what was said. They didn't hear what was said. Remember those verses we looked at again and again, the 5th chapter of Luke and the 6th chapter of Luke, about the multitudes came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Came to hear and to be healed. Amen. Well, why didn't the Lord just go ahead and heal him anyhow? Why, why is this, this one man? Because he had faith to be healed. He heard the gospel. He heard what was said. Praise God. Well, are we doing, what, what kind of gospel have we got to preach? Should we preach the same gospel Paul preached? Huh? If we preach the same gospel Paul preached, will it produce the same results? Yeah. Well, now, you see, though, the problem is a lot of times that, did uh, you ever notice this? I've noticed it for years in meetings that we hold. It's more easy to get people healed outside the church than there's people inside the church. Now, why? Because, you see, so many people, when I say the church, I'm not, you know, this, the church may be all kinds of denominations. But, see, they've heard so much for people outside sometimes haven't heard or else didn't pay attention, to it. And they'll just come in and believe, you know, and just receive just right off i've been right in full gospel churches you know and people come sinners come from the outside get saved heal miraculously you know made mention of the fact about met methodist lady one time about walk right out of the wheelchair she'd had two strokes was paralyzed tied to that wheelchair walk right out of the wheelchair on sunday night in a meeting i was holding praise god just rejoicing her daughter-in-law had been healed raised up from a deathbed the same week the very next morning in the morning service when i got through teaching in the 10 o'clock service Here came a lady of that congregation, just mad. I want to ask you something. Well, I said, all right, what is it? Well, now, how come God to heal them two Methodist women? And he won't heal me. And I belong right here to this full gospel church. I speak with tongues, and they don't, I guess, don't even believe in it. They never never even heard it. As soon as they heard it, and I laid hands on them, they both got filled and started talking in tongues. But how come he won't heal me? She started crying. I tried to live right and do right. and I've been in this church 15 years. Well, I tried to help her with the same scripture I did to those women, but you know what? She wouldn't hear it. Oh, yeah, she stood there all right. I mean, her natural ear heard it, I guess, but she said... Well, yeah, I know all of them scriptures are in there, brother Hagen, I've read every one of them. See, I gave her Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2:24, same scriptures I gave the Methodist ladies who had never heard. Yeah, I believe all of them scripture, brother Hagen. I've read every one of them. I know they're all in there. But now let me tell you what I believe about it. I said, Sister, that's what's got you in the mess you're in. You're going by what you believe about it instead of what the Bible said about it. Well, she bristled up and said, I've got a right to my beliefs. I said, No, you don't. You don't have any more right to your beliefs than I have a right to my beliefs. We do have a right to believe the Bible, not our beliefs. You know, that's the things that defeat a lot of Christians. They believe their beliefs and ignore the Bible. Forget about your beliefs. Go to believe what the Bible said. Yeah, but now I'll tell you, I just believe that when God gets ready in his own good time and in his own good way, he's going to heal me. I said, well, he's not, and walked off and left her. Now, five years later, I'm back in that same church, and that same woman still trying to get healed. See, God's good time and God's good way hadn't come yet. But I met this woman all those five years, is out of the wheelchair walking.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan Casting All of Your Cares Upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's six ninety five off the retail price. Call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 Again, call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: Well, mark your t- calendars. December the 2nd, Cyber Monday. Yep. Yes, from uh, 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. And there's uh, there will be a lot of sales, 50% off of... All our uh, Faith Library products. Yeah, that's our uh, publishing company. That's right. Uh, F- FLP. Now, there are a few exclusions, but yeah, most of them are 50% off. Most percent of them are, off. are most of the, they're 50% off. Uh, mark, that, mark it on your calendar. That's and right. be there. A good time or, to restock your books that you've given away. Or you can go to Rama.org and get all the details. That's right.
0: Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.